0: Pick it
1: up. Okay. Say now. something?
0: Yes, yes, yes. All right. It's working now. It better not stop. I'll cry. <clears throat> don't do this to us, computer. Please
1: don't do, this please does this does do this to it to me. <laughs> Did you watch Big Daddy? Yes. And he says, <laughs> please don't do this, to me. Don't do this All right. to me. All right. All right. Let's get started. So, hi, everyone. And welcome to the Open Books podcast with Amber and Colby. Oh, my God. I'm Colby, not Amber. I'm Amber, not Colby. <laughs> okay. So, I'm very excited to be here with Amber. I am, (laughs) this feels like Christmas, I'm not (laughs) even kidding, I'm so excited. Okay, quick background, we're from New Orleans, so if we have accents, that's why we sound like this. Yeah, please forgive us. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't hear my accent. I don't either, and I don't hear,
0: well, obviously I don't hear yours. I know, but
1: but when I'm around other people, like when we're in Miami, Mm.
0: people are like, where are you from?
1: I don't hear it. No, me either. But, okay, we're from New Orleans, that's why. We sound like this, so I'm sorry if it bothers you. It okay, is what it is. so Amber and I have known each other for a very long time. Yeah. I will cry right now. I know. <laughs> because recently we have become into this adult friendship.
0: I know. That is so special. It really is. I do feel like we were meant to be friends as adults. I know.
1: We knew each other in high school when I literally looked like a gremlin. Okay,
0: but we all did. So. We all,
1: not, not the, anymore. Not the middle schoolers today. <laughs> they
0: do not look like that anymore. But. They
1: don't. The middle schoolers today do not have not gone through the ugly phase.
0: And it's not fair. It ain't right. It ain't right. Ain't right sis.
1: Well, I looked like a gremlin in high school. Well, you Same. were a senior, and yes. I was a sophomore. Sophomore, you were two yep. years ahead of me. Yep. But we were both homecoming queens. Soft we flex. Were, we
0: both peaked in high school. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, literally. <laughs> But our reading journey, my reading journey, I'm sure yeah. yours too, really peaked in high school. Yeah, like for I sure. started in high school, and I put yeah. in my notes because I wanted to remember. Yeah, Looking for Alaska was my favorite book by John Green.
0: I've never read that.
1: Did you read The Fault in Our Stars? I did read that. Okay, same author, and in high school that was like my whole personality was John Green, The Fault in Our Stars, and Looking for Alaska. I remember being in courtyard. <laughs> I also thought it made me look, like, different than other girls. Like, I'm going to sit here and read my book. She's so quirky. (laughs) Like, she's so quirky. (laughs) She's reading. But really. Okay. Then, because I wrote about my book background. Yeah. First of all, let's just say who we are.
0: Yeah. I guess we should probably start there. Probably
1: so. Okay. So, 26 years old. English teacher. Wife. Mom. Period. That's it. Done. (laughs) Wife. Mom. Teacher. (laughs) Wife. Mom. Teacher. Wife.
0: Not a mom. <laughs> instructional coach. Okay,
1: but you were a teacher. 29,
0: I was a teacher. Yes. I taught ELA for yes. five years. Yes.
1: And that's where love we – Love it. I, that's where I think we really grew together as our adult friendship.
0: Oh, 100%. As being
1: teachers together.
0: Yes. We taught at the same school. Yeah.
1: And we were like, wait a minute, we're the same person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> Loved it.
1: But now you're an instructional coach. Yes. So you're a teacher's teacher. Yeah. Okay. And I love that too. It's amazing.
0: It is. So,
1: so my reading journey – okay. After high school, kind of fell off, and then COVID 2020 mm-hmm. picked back up. Because what else were you gonna do? Right. you were gonna read.
0: Hundred.
1: percent By the way, I kind of miss COVID 2020.
0: I know, like hot just tape. like
1: be able to stay home. I know. And do like nothing. You had all of your time to yourself. Yep. Did you watch Tiger King during COVID oh. 2020?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, yes.
1: That also was my entire personality. I also
0: was doing like the.
1: <laughs> yes, the
0: Carol Baskin.
1: Killed, <laughs> killed her husband, husband whacked him. Him. <laughs> which i think she's in jail right now is she i don't know no no i think she, she was still on running. she was on dancing with the stars it's the it's the guy who's in jail now oh yeah what's his name uh, joe exotic joe <laughs> <laughs> loved him i yeah king all
0: right <laughs> anyway the tiger king sorry
1: book journey yes Twenty twenty eight came back for me and that's when i finally got a kindle Mm-hmm. And I was one of those people, which I wrote in my notes, who was like, no, 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 I need a hard copy of a book. Yeah. Like, I need a hard copy. People go hard behind that. I know. I was. I was like, no, I need a physical copy of a book. But yeah. then I got a Kindle because I needed more books to read quicker Yep. during COVID. And I was like, I need them to come in the mail faster. So I got a yeah. Kindle. And now I'm a Kindle girl. But I'm- Hardcore. I know. But I have an internal struggle because I have bookshelves. And I want to be able to show. That is hard. I know. I want to be able to show for the books that I've read. So I think I'm going to... I was going to say,
0: don't you have an idea with that? Like, I think... Like actually buy
1: the book I even think though I'm, you read it on a Kindle? Yes. Even though it's more money, like Do you I'm have just Kindle gonna, Unlimited? Yes. Oh, I feel like that works out. It does because a lot of books on Kindle Unlimited are free. Yeah. So I'm just going to start buying the hard copy. But it's so much easier to read with a Kindle at night when you're in your oh, bed. Oh, I know. You don't I need a flashlight s- or a book light. Or a no. lamp because the Kindle lights up. I'm
0: honestly in that dilemma right now. I know. Because the book I'm reading- I Is actually, a hard I, copy? I have it in a hard copy because I went to Two Fish Books. Mm. And they had Local a huge store. sale going on. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful in there. Mm-hmm. But, so I have hard copies right now and I want to read the
1: books. Mm-hmm. But
0: I am a diehard Kindle girly. Mm-hmm. Me too.
1: I know. And then at late at night, your husband is sleeping. You can't turn Correct. on the light. That's where Kindle comes in play. Correct. Correct. Okay. So,
0: what is your reading journey? So, it definitely started in high school. Mm-hmm. I was more drawn to, do you remember the Crank books?
1: No, I don't. So,
0: Crank, I was, I was all about it.
1: It was like narrative it poetry.
0: Mm. It was about drug use. Mm-hmm. It was like the main character was a druggie. Okay. And you went through her life being a drug addict, but that effect on her family as well and her friends. She was like in high school pretty deep for a high school reader I know which I really like, as I was kind of thinking back on that journey I was like wait a second <laughs> have I always been this way <laughs> why do I like these books um and then I definitely fell off like early 20s I really didn't read that much and then yeah because think-
1: you're so selfish in your early 20s you're like a psycho yeah and I also didn't care just about like, reading
0: no and I also was just like I want to go out
1: yeah exactly I don't want to being degenerates at I would at 2 a.m. Like, I didn't 100% care about reading.
0: percent Reading yeah. was not on my mind. No. And then I agree with you.
1: COVID hit.
0: Yes. I got back into it. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like, the type of books that I was reading, like, what I'm into right now, mm-hmm. psychological thrillers, mm-hmm. very much so. I definitely like some smutty romance. That's what I said, too. But I'm also, like, a big self-help girly. I know. I mean, you, if y'all know you're me. You're obsessed. I am all about this, like, wellness, spiritual awakening. And if you don't know, now you know.
1: I love it. That's me. I have never read a self-help book. But you inspire me to want to read them.
0: I think some of them are like a little too much. Yeah. But some of them are
1: really I know, because if you get too caught up in the self-help, then you could just spiral. For sure. But also, I get it. Like,
0: it's a push. It is. Like, 101 essays to change the way you think. I think that's the way. That will change your life. 101 yes. essays that will change your life. But those are good. Yeah. Like, if you're going to read any
1: self-help, self-help book. Help
0: book, that's the one.
1: Yeah. And you read them, like, what, in the mornings? Like, what do you do? What your... I do.
0: So, like, I'll wake up, mm-hmm. make my cup of coffee, and I sit down with my Kindle, and I'll read, like, one chapter. Yeah. Each chapter's different.
1: Yeah. So. Well, I need, I'll, I want to expand the genres that I read. because Because yeah. I'm stuck on psychological thriller. I can't get out of it. They're addicting. That's why. I, I know. I, like I even I, I like you said I'm, I'm into a little bit of smut, Girl. like the Flock series, <gasps> which we have to talk about. If you are a Did smut I turn reader, this off? no, no, sex still hear you. Okay, good. So you're good. I want I turned it off. If you are a smut reader, you have to read Flock. I also see, feel like though there's so much more intense smut we just don't know about. Oh yeah, I feel like we've only like, like scratched the surface. Same. Like some people might be like Flock, like <laughs> that's a beginner. Like yeah, what but that lake scene, baby? The lake scene. <laughs> That's not beginner. I'm sorry. If you need a little push, a little something, something to get you going, read Flock and read the late scene. Is that in the first book? It's in the first book. Okay. So Flock is a three-part series. Correct. I believe. It's the Raven Hood series. Yes. And it is very sexy. It is. It was shockingly sexy. And it got me going. Oh my gosh. We were texting (laughs) each other the whole time we were reading these books. Like, girl. Well, I was reading it in the classroom. (laughs) And I was I like, can't. "This is, I have to put this down. And put it in your desk, locker." Okay, don't judge me, teachers, but it was the very end of the year. At the end of the year, <laughs> right. no one does right. anything, and I was reading, and I was like, okay, this has to go. I have to put this book down. Put it in the bag. Can read that? Okay, but yes, I want to expand my genres from yeah. psychological thriller. I want For to do sure. self-help book. I want to try to start reading more memoirs, like actual people's oh, yes. books, like celebrity memoirs. I want to get into that more. Ooh, you know which one I want to read? Who? Pamela Anderson's. I didn't know she had one. Okay. So another thing about me, I
0: go down these rabbit holes yes. with celebrities. Become obsessed. Yeah. Pamela yeah. Anderson was one of those mm-hmm. celebrities. I Did watched you watch the Pam and Tommy? Pam and Tommy. And then I watched her documentary. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a second. Obsessed. I'm obsessed with you and now I want to read your mm-hmm. book. So she's, she's got one I want to read.
1: Now I'm going to make you my whole personality. No, we're rude. I have a problem with that. I become obsessed with something. Who are, wanna...
0: who are we right now?
1: Jackie and Claudia <laughs>
0: <Literally>. <laughs> with like a little sprinkle of, if you toaster, Ritchie.
1: you know, Sophia Richie obsessed, like, and then it's going to change. Like it I'm does. easily influenced. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am too. It Honestly, is what it is. That's something that we have in common. I know it Not is what terms. it is. Like it's part of, I'm easily influenced. Yeah. If, same. if everyone's doing it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Seriously.
1: Okay. Topics I definitely want to hit on mm-hmm. books into movies. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay, did you read The Carl Dead Things? You didn't, did you? I got through, like, three chapters. Okay, I get that. It was a hard one to get through. I did push through I know, it. but everybody loved it. I know, I have a hot take on it. Oh, say it. I did, okay, I liked it. I did. But it was, it was long, and it was hard for me to get through. But I think Reese Witherspoon and her book club, she's got it. She's got the it factor with turning books into movies. Because yeah, yeah, the, yeah. bo- the movie. Did you see the movie? No. You need to watch the movie. It was really, really good. Was it? And you're reading The Last Thing You Told Me. Yes. Right? And that is a series. Yes. And I think she's in, like, in, that's oh, her that's production. A Reese's, that's a Reese's Book Club choice. Yes.
0: Do you like the book? Okay. I do like the book. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the author writes definitely makes you feel like you're watching a movie. Mm-hmm. And that's something I really appreciate. <clears throat> but I would say I'm about halfway through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really don't want to spoil the book for anyone reading it. Yeah. But I am to the point where I'm
1: like, okay, something needs l- to happen. Let's,
0: let's go. Like I need a little something more.
1: Is it like a thriller? Uh, no, not really.
0: Okay. Um, it's definitely okay. So like, this girl's husband mm-hmm. doesn't come home, but his um, company is like doing some really fraudulent, dirty stuff. And she's like, little nesties, but she's like, I know my man, and he Mm -hmm. would never not come home. But she's also like, has his 16-year-old daughter, who is very like, my dad wouldn't do this. So it's really like them trying to figure out where he is. What happened? And I'm at the point where I'm like, where are you? What happened? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. But it is interesting. I I do enjoy reading it, but I am like, okay, I need a little, I need a little something. Something
1: needs to happen. Yeah. Okay. Another one that I think was a good rendition of Books into Movies was Luckiest Girl Alive. Oh, my gosh. Really good. I read that book a long... I read the book during COVID, and it was a long time ago. That's the one with Mila Kunis, right? Yes. And I think she was, like, the perfect person. So good. And it was a really good... It was a good movie. It was such a it was good shocking. movie. It, it was. It a, was. Yes. It was a hard read and a hard watch. but I'm, I was so into it. I know. Maybe I have an issue. I know. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's why I'm like, I need to get into different genres, because I, I really only will read quickly through a book that is a psychological thriller or like a
0: page turner. No, I I agree with that because I need to be hooked by chapter one. I think
1: that's a lot of people. Like I can't. That's my people. I know. That's just who we are at our core. I know. Wait, well, that's how I am with TV shows. Yep. Like if it's not, you know, I was talking to my mom about it. She was telling me she was watching Firefly. Lane. Did you watch it? No, but I keep hearing good things about it. I keep hearing good things about it, but she told me that this last season like put her in a depressive state because it was really sad like it, yeah. it had something to do with spoiler alert if you're watching this mm-hmm. let skip ahead it had something to do with a cancer death like at the end and she was like it put me in a bad space and i was like well i can't watch stuff like that no that's gonna be hard for me right now i know i can't watch stuff like that that's too real like anything right. that can really happen in your real life is like, it's too much for me. Yeah. That's why I like psychological throws because they're kind of, like, a little bit out there. A little bit, like… Yeah, they're out... always very exaggerated. Exactly. Actually. Yeah, like, a little bit out the, the realm of reality. Like, mm-hmm. mm, this might not really happen. Yeah, yeah. So, that's why I like, why I like those things. I don't like yeah. things that are too real.
0: But, you know, what kind of freaks me out? What? Talking about movies. Yeah. Anything that has to do with, like, um, zombies or apocalypse Apocalypse, Apocalyptic, type. like, end of time. Yes. But you don't like it or you do. No, that kind of freaks me out. It freaks me out too. But I like watching it. Like, um... Oh my gosh. The Last of Us. Thank you. Right? Yes. The new one. Yes. That freaks me out. Because because like, would be real. Fungus? I feel like that could be a thing. I know. I mean, it actually is a thing. I know. Like ants have it.
1: (laughs) Bitch. Now I'm scared. I'm not kidding. No, I (laughs) know. That scares me. So that's why like things that are like out of pocket. Like shit that probably wouldn't happen. For example... Yellow jackets. I need to get on it. You need to do it. Okay, and this is how it makes a connection to shows that we watch like that and books that we read yes. that keep us in because anything that's, like, fucking nuts, yes, I'm in. Me too. I'm in. If it's disturbing, I'm in. Almost more disturbing, the better. I know. And I know
0: that's kind of controversial to say.
1: I know. Because… This brings me to my next controversial topic, books yeah, yeah. into movies, which is It Ends With Us, which you said you didn't read. Okay. I haven't. Explain. I haven't read It Ends With Us, and here's why. I feel like Colleen Hoover
0: blew up, she as did. she should. Right. Like, she's a great author, mm-hmm. has great books, but I feel like everyone was reading it, mm-hmm. and for that reason. Couldn't be you. I was like, I, I can't. Let me, let me go back in time and read one of her earlier books, which led me to Too Late. I didn't read that one. So good. So good. Too Late. Too I Late. I heard of that one. Okay. Oh, go read it. You'll okay. blow
1: through that book. I will.
0: But anyway, that's why I didn't read It Ends With Us. And yeah. now they're making it into
1: the movie. the movie. And now I feel like I have to. No, you don't. And this no? is my hot take.
0: Oh, this is a hot take.
1: I didn't love It Ends With Us. And don't come me, Okay? Books are Colby. personal. book. Books. <laughs> Books are personal, and if you know, you know, the reference. You know, you know. It's more personal than comedy, the <laughs> reference. Eek. Okay. I didn't love it. It was good. Like, mm-hmm. I just – it was good because I like Colleen's Hoover style of writing. Like, anything she writes, I feel like you will finish. I agree with because that. Because she hooks you, and she's 100%. good. 100%. Yeah, Her character development yes. is very well done. It's good. But I found this one to be particularly, particularly – particularly? That's a hard word. <laughs> boring sorry I did okay it did have a good message yeah it 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 touched on a lot about domestic violence like I think that's like the whole point of it right right, right. and coming through and ending the domestic violence Mm -hmm. which is great yeah which is amazing but like the book itself I was just like "Eh." it had a lot of Ellen references which bored me like she wrote a lot of letters Mm. to Ellen I don't know like I just didn't love it Ellen yeah like Ellen. Ellen like Ellen like the TV show, Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. Okay. She wrote letters. I, I didn't know that. Yes. She wrote letters to Ellen, which <laughs> I didn't love, but I finished the book because I like Colin Hoover's style of writing. Yeah. Okay. And then the- I do too. The casting for the movie is duty. It's no good. Blake Lively, who I love- I was is was say, I am a Blake Lively fan. Me too. She just doesn't, she's not who I saw for Lily, is, <laughs> who's the main character. And then Justin Baldoni is cast as Ryle, who's Lily's, like, partner. Which did Gosh, you watch? This um, is so hard for me. Like, I wish I would have read the book just so I, I could, like, put. Because
0: when they released the cast, I, mm-hmm. everyone was kind of, like, either they loved it. Or hated. Or they were more like you. Like, they did not love it. Yeah. And I was just you know like, uh, you, I uh,
1: don't know. You should read it. Because then we could talk about what you think. And yeah. Like, and, like, do you think this is good casting? I don't. Mm-hmm. But I love Blake Violet. Blake Lively and Justin Baldoni did you watch Jane the Virgin no so good you need to watch that Yo, too. I swear I watch things okay <laughs> not the good things Jane the Virgin is so good and and he plays Raphael who's like a main guy on, yeah. on Jane the Virgin so if you love Jane the Virgin then you love him but he doesn't match who you think in your head should be the character so that's uh, I hate that I know that's the hard part about books into movies that's how I was at Fifty Shades of Grey did you read Fifty Shades of Grey? Oh, my gosh. I never did. Yes. But I, ever... I heard that that's, like, a thing. Like... Okay, that's
0: also something I read in high school. Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. Yeah. A little scandals. A little bit. I was, like, a senior, though.
1: Yeah. Also, I hear a lot of people say, like, Fifty Shades of Grey is not, like, is not even considered smut. Like, we, if, if you read smut, you're like, haha, to Fifty Shades of Grey. Like Yeah, that was probably, like, in, like, smut world, it mm-hmm. probably would have been, like, PG-13. Yeah, PG-13. Okay. Which is wild. Yeah, that really is. So... My final thoughts on It Ends With Us is I am going to watch the movie. And I think you should read the book and watch the movie so we can discuss.
0: Yeah, I feel like I can be that person that didn't read the book and then watch
1: just watches the movie. Agreed. I feel like a fake. It's, like, so cool to be like able to say, movie. like, yeah, I read the book. Like, did I, you watch the movie? Yeah, I read the book. Like, it makes you so much cooler oh, to have read I'm, the book. I'm definitely the person that's, like, the book was better. The book was better. Me I too. love saying that. Me too. And then people are, like, oh, you read the book? Like, yeah, I read the book. Like, I'm a reader. Mm-hmm. I'm an intellect.
0: Maybe I read. I'm an intellectual.
1: I'm an intellectual being. Support women who read. Another reference. Okay. <laughs> women supporting women. Women supporting women. Okay. Should we? Should we just do this thing? Get into the book. I think it's, I think it's time it's that we time. talk about womb. Womb? Womb? First of all, nothing made me laugh more than when I realized that the name of the book was womb because he couldn't say room. Stop it. That is
0: in my notes. <laughs> and honestly, that was like. A big takeaway for me. It was. He could not
1: say room, so he said womb, but, which also sounds like womb. Yes. W-O- so thoughts on womb. Colby. W-O-M-B. Like a womb, a mother's womb. Yeah,
0: W-O-M-B. Okay, And like his mommy issues. Oh my gosh, let's get into so this. So many mommy issues. Colby, are you going to hit us with the, a summary.
1: With the little summary? Okay. Here is what Amazon says the book is about, but I also came up with my own summary. So people who have not read this book, can get a gist of what the book is about, and yes. then we'll just kind of go through, like, thoughts. 100%.
0: Here, If that.
1: you haven't read the book, here's a trigger warning. It is disturbing. Yes. It is... Um, What's a word to describe this book? It is... Uh, it's...
0: Descriptive? It, it is descriptive. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to say, mm-hmm. like, when I'm describing this book to friends and family, mm-hmm. if you could think of the most... Disturbing thoughts in yeah. your mind. Like, whatever you think intrusive is the most thoughts. Right. Which are so real. Which are so real. This whole book was an intrusive thought. But on steroids. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you, no one could think of the things that are in this no. book.
1: No. it. I've never read a book like this. No. And
0: I don't think we will ever read it no. unless, unless his Duncan mm-hmm. has, like, um, this is his style of writing. Yeah. I feel like we won't read anything like this ever again unless it's one of his books. Agreed.
1: I think he has one more or he has like another series, which we might have to look There's into. There's like an excerpt at the end of the book. I didn't read it. Did you? Me either. I'm scared. I was scared after I read this book. I was like, Whew. it was a lot. It did put me in a place where it did. I didn't really want to be. It did. I had to really like compartmentalize yeah. what I read. But let's get into a summary so yes. people know what we're saying. Okay. This is what Amazon says. The lonely motel holds many dark secrets, and room six might just possess the worst of them all. Angel knows all about pain. His mother died in this room. He researched its history. Today, he's come back to end it, no matter the cost, once and for all. Shyla, a plus-sized escort, thinks the stories Angel tells her can't be true. Secrets so vile, you won't want to let them inside you. I'm sorry. That's just like, (laughs) after reading the book, you're like, Okay. But yeah. The Lonely Motel doesn't forget, it doesn't forgive, and it always claims its victim. It also comes with a warning, okay? Don't buy this book if you have a weak stomach, you're easily disturbed, or if you're looking for a light horror read, this is not that book. Seriously, you've been warned. Okay, here's one more trigger warning. Yeah. If you have not read this book, it is not for the weak stomachs out there. It does, not dis- it does discuss extremely graphic, sexual, disturbing, and raw topics, mm-hmm. um, such as abortion and sexual assault. So if that's too much for you, completely understandable. Don't read it. Don't read it. Yeah, we don't recommend. No. But you know, if even though these contact concepts are heavy topics, I did find it personally very compelling to read and I genu- genuinely enjoyed the writing style and the overall plot. Yeah. I have to say that I do agree with that. Yeah. I, it, even though it's a lot. It is a
0: very heavy book. I know but I really enjoyed reading it. Me too. And I'm, like, concerned if that makes
1: me a freak. <laughs> Are we freaks? We might be. But so many people did. Like, I have seen people talk about this book and being like, okay, this was very hard to read, but the writing style was great. And the overall, like, message, which I can't wait to hear what you took away from it, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people might take different things away from it, um, was intriguing. And yeah. I think it put me on my comfort zone because I am somebody who like psychological thrillers but like the most thrilling thing i read was verity by colin Hoover, which we need to talk about oh yeah for sure because that book to me was a psychological thriller like that book shook me i was obsessed i loved it i thought that was was, like such a a good book
0: it was such a good book
1: and i thought that was a lot and then i read this and i was like that was nothing i know you know um
0: I don't really want to go off too far because I know we're going to get into all this. So I'm going to save the thought. I just popped in my head Okay. Later well, then once let... we talk about the book.
1: Okay. Well, then I'll read the summary. Okay. And stop me if there's something you want to say. But, okay. But we will get into like our overall thoughts. Yeah, for so sure. So for people who have read the book or haven't read the book, if you don't want to read the book but you just want this recap, this will do it. This will do it for you. This will do it. All right. <clears throat> Basically, Angel is a narrator of the story. Most of the story takes place in a gross-looking motel room as Angel tells a hooker named Shiloh stories about a a man named Johnny. Angel requested a hooker who was overweight. He made it very clear that he wanted her to be large in his own words. Okay? So Shyla comes in. She remains pretty open during her interactions with Angel. Um, He inserts sex toys inside of her in order to stretch her out for reasons that we do learn out by the end of the book. we
0: do learn the reason for that.
1: We learn why during his interaction, during his storytelling with yeah. Shyla, is inserting these sex toys in her. He literally goes, like, inch by inch. Like, they get yeah. bigger. Yeah,
0: it's like the, a cone-shaped yeah.
1: Yeah. toy. And the whole time I was reading, I was like, what is the point of this? He also explains that he gets no sexual pleasure from doing this. Right, which
0: all makes sense in the
1: end. It does, because I was wondering, then why do you have her here? Right. Okay, so... He tells Shyla tragic stories about a man named Johnny and his life, such as Johnny and his drug-addict girlfriend who find themselves in trouble with a drug dealer named Juicy. Baby. Juicy. Juicy. All right. He forces them, Juicy, forces them, Johnny and his girlfriend, to stuff drugs in their bodies to smuggle, okay? Mm -hmm. Johnny literally eats the baggies of drugs. Was it heroin? It was heroin. Okay. He Mm. He cannot stomach the baggies of heroin, so he then hoops them out. All right. He proceeds to dig them out of the toilet. That was. I'm not going to lie. And I really, I don't want cut to cut you off. No, please. Tell me.
0: I gagged, I gagged during that part. Like, I really was like, I don't know if I can finish this part of the book.
1: Y'all, and this was the beginning of the book. Chapter one. I know. This was the beginning of the book. And I was like, can Gagging, I read this? Because the next part. Okay. If- so he poops them out. All right. And then proceeds to dig them out the toilet. The girlfriend then was like, well, we got to do this. Angel, we literally have to do this or this juicy is going to kill us. I'm gagging right now. (laughs) As Cole was reading it, I'm gagging. Do you remember the girlfriend's name? Jenny. Jenny. She doesn't want to do it. Jenny, first of all, Jenny, she was a bitch, okay?
0: But Jenny got them into this stupid mess. So really, she should have been the one doing that. She should
1: have been the one. But she... That aggravated me. Me too. And Johnny, he was a pushover and he should have stuck up for himself and be like, I'm not swallowing these bags of heroin, Jenny bitch.
0: Yeah, but... Johnny really had, well, we're going to get way into
1: that, but Poor Johnny really had some
0: issues. Johnny
1: had some issues. So Jenny is like, fine, Johnny, I will take these bags of heroin out of my poop. And you're going to have to do the, the dirty work from here on out. Like, I literally can't stomach them. So Jenny's like, fine. So she shoves them up herself. Okay, you just do the math. All right. She, she shoves them up herself. <laughs> I can't. But then the baggie breaks. And she overdoses. Yes. Okay it breaks inside for. Yeah. So Johnny, he tries to save her by digging the baggie's out, but he he then in turn digs out a fetus. It's about an 8-week fetus. I lost <laughs> it. No, I, I lost know. it. And, and and this author's writing style is so extremely graphic like he it, he details word for word. He's like it was squishy. Oh yeah. Like that took me out it was an emotional journey reading this it was book. and it was extremely sad like i don't I, I couldn't comprehend i've never read something like that no so never he in digs my life. out a fetus um i don't remember if she was unconscious or not by that point but jenny does die yeah by, I think this by that
0: i think at that moment she was
1: yes like gone she was gone yeah but johnny mentions that it definitely could not be his baby which i found was like Confusing. That was interesting to me. Yeah. And we'll find out later why it could not have been his baby. Mm -hmm. But uh, at the moment, I was like, hmm, okay, there's something there. So, this story happens. He's telling Shyla. Angel is telling Mm Shyla this story. She remains a down-ass bitch as she hears all of this. Okay, she lets him tell her these crazy stories. She? So cool. 100% best character in the entire book. She was so cool. So understanding.
0: Ah, look. If Shiloh lived around us, like, Shyla would be our friend. She would
1: be our friend. She was so Shiloh's cool. was so cool
0: and just, like, so understanding and so, like, if hey, yes. this
1: is what you need, I'll do it. Fine, I'll do it. I mean, she was getting paid. She was. So good for her. Good
0: for Shiloh. Good for her. I mean, I, I would guess. hope that she did have some boundaries, but yeah. it, throughout the course of the book, you she, do
1: fine. She doesn't. She doesn't. And she was but very still understanding. But she's so cool about it, though. Yes. And I did, like, later on when we got her perspective, when she was like, he's, you know, he seemed like a nice guy. He was telling me these weird-ass stories, but yeah. I was just going with it. Yeah. So she seems empathetic to Angel. Like, she can tell that Angel's obviously a disturbed person. Um, I think... Oh, right away. Yeah. Yeah. And I think to her, it was obvious that he wasn't getting any sexual pleasure from this. He just wanted to tell his stories while also inserting weird things into her. Which JJ. we find out why. Okay. So then... She continues to let him tell her these stories. The next story is about a woman named Mary who was, she was raped and she did not want to go through with the pregnancy. So she gets Mm -hmm. pregnant as a result of a rape. So she goes to this motel room, which I I don't know Mm -hmm. if we mentioned, but this whole interaction between Shyla and Angel happens in a motel room where these stories all take place in the same motel room. So Mary, way back when in the past, so now we're in the past. Yeah. She... Goes to this motel room, and she attempts an abortion on herself with a hanger, a wired hanger that she finds in the motel room. hmm She tries to abort the baby. Sadly, she dies during this abortion attempt, but the baby live. Also, it. the way she died, it's terrible. Like. And it's so graphic, you guys. Like, if you read the book, it's, like, so detailed. I just, it goes back to, like, I don't know how he thought of. I I know. These concepts and ideas in his head. I know it is sick. And if if you're somebody who reads horror like this, then maybe you're used to it. But for me, this was no, the this first was new. Like, this was new. When I
0: think of horror, I think of like,
1: I don't know, it. like a stabbing, like, yeah, 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 it, right, or right. like paranormal, The Conjuring. Like this was very different. This was scary because it's like real life. Yeah, like, it's almost like his
0: trauma was the horror.
1: Yes. So. Mary, she yes. she attempts this abortion with a yeah. wired hanger, and she also succumbs to this motel room, and she dies. Yep. The baby lives. Yep. Later on, we find out the baby is Angel, who's telling the story of Mary. Correct. Which I, I did want to know, like, how did he know all this about his mom? Like, interesting. We never did find that out. No. So yeah, plot he hole. he was like in a foster right care system. Plot hole. I would like to know how did he know that? This? Never was tied up. Mm-mm. Never.
0: But mm, apparently that's a loose
1: end. Loose end. Apparently, this baby was Angel. His mom tried to abort him. He has, like, scars on his face from. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was kind of cool. So, it's like a Harry Potter moment. He's (laughs) in school. (laughs) Sorry, Harry. It was. Okay, so, y'all, I'm sorry. We're almost done with the synopsis. It's just a lot. This, This book is a lot. It is. All right. So, after Angel, you know, is born through his failed abortion, The next story he tells Shyla is that of Johnny. He goes back to Johnny, um, and his high school girlfriend named Bethany. And Bethany, she's a lot. First of all, she has an Bethany. She has an overly sexually explicit, neglectful, and inappropriate mother. Yes. Um. Did you? This makes me think of like friends in high school whose mom was just like way too cool, way too cool. Mm -hmm. Like the mom. Definitely didn't give Bethany any boundaries on, like, what you should do when you are a high school girl growing up. All she showed no. her was sex.
0: Yeah. And I think that she wasn't really, at least what I took away from it, is, mm-hmm. like, she was more into, like, wanting that attention, attention. herself from, like, any man. Any Like, man. the young guys, yes. whoever. And then she was also, like, really into her art. So, like, Bethany mm-hmm. really didn't get
1: mm-hmm.
0: attention that a normal... Yeah. Young girl would receive from their mother. Exactly. So she really was just seeing.
1: Exactly. The way her mom was. Observing her mom. Correct. So she develops a sexual relationship with the mannequin. Bethany does. Yes. The mannequin was there as a result of her mom's art, right? Like she, the mannequin was just there. Yeah, because at some point the mom like um,
0: took apart the mannequin and used. Yeah. The parts and pieces of the mannequin for her art and Bethany was pissed. She was mad. She was like, that is my, like you, you just like took my boyfriend's arms. That's literally my boyfriend. (laughs) And used it as art.
1: Okay. So she becomes in love with this mannequin, Bethany. Um, I believe Bethany was like a teenager during this time, probably like 15, 16. Like that's what I took. Yeah. She was like in high school. Yeah. She was definitely in high school. Okay. So she's in love with the mannequin. She names him Andy. Mm -hmm. And her first sexual moment Awakening orgasm came from a mannequin. She got on top of him. She did her thing. And she's in love with Andy. Uh, insane. It's insane. Insanity. It's nuts. I mean, the author goes into detail. He he, he explains he, what the mannequin looks like. He's got a lump. It's not, it's not a real wiener. It's yeah, a little lump. He
0: holds nothing <laughs> back in this book. Nothing. Truly, he holds nothing back.
1: Yeah. It's a lot. So, like you said, Bethany becomes devastated because the mom, not knowing that her child, Bethany, was obsessed with this mannequin, like, does something with her art. She breaks the mannequin all up. Like, Mm -hmm. she she mutilates it. Yeah. So, Bethany, she's devastated. She's destroyed. But she does develop a relationship with Johnny, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: who we do find out is Angel, the storyteller in this book. So... He develops Johnny and Bethany develop a relationship. Um and they go to prom together. Mm-hmm. So they end up in this hotel room, the same exact hotel room that Shyla is with Angel in. Yeah. And they have this moment, they're probably about to do it for the first time. It's beautiful. Johnny thinks yeah. he's in love. Yeah, Johnny thinks this is gonna be special. Poor Johnny. For him. Because what happens is not special. Because he's chloroformed. Chloroformed, what is that word? Chloroform. Form. Mm hmm. I don't know how Bethany got a hold of this, but she did.
0: Yeah, that part was never mentioned either. Well, how's that?
1: How'd she get that? A teenage girl. I don't know. Yeah, but, that part was
0: never mentioned.
1: Yes. But so, honestly, while
0: reading, I wasn't even thinking about that. I'm like,
1: <gasps> no, I was terrified because I'm like, what? Run. Run, Johnny. <laughs> so Bethany chloroforms, chloroforms, however you say that word, Johnny. She yeah. puts it over his mouth. He passes out. He wakes up because I think there is a um, power outage or something like. Yeah. Something happens where he wakes up. Or it just wore off. I don't remember. But he wakes up in this crazy interaction with Bethany where she's literally chopping his wiener off. Yeah. Because she wants it to mimic that of the mannequin. She doesn't want a real one. She doesn't want Johnny. Johnny then claims that he believes he was never like Johnny to her. He was always Andy the mannequin. She was just finding a means to an end. I agree with that. Yeah. To make him, to mimic the mannequin. That she was in love with. So she wants to mutilate Johnny, cut off his wee-wee, and make it a little lump. Like it is on a mannequin <laughs> that you see at a store. So crazy. I don't crazy. know if she thought um, that she was going to kill him. Like, I don't know if she thought she gave him enough to murder him. I don't know what Bethany's no, end goal was. No,
0: I don't think she wanted to murder him.
1: So what do you think she wanted?
0: Andy. I do, I think, think, she, she, I do think she was trying to mimic,
1: like you said, yeah. the mannequin. Yeah. And he woke up, though, and he was like, oh, my God. So, he starts freaking out. Oh, there was the power outage because the motel guy
0: came into the room. Yes.
1: Yes. That's That's exactly what what happened. So, he got lucky. Yeah. There was a power outage in the motel. He starts screaming. He wakes up, Then a guy comes in and saves him. Correct. That's what it is. Yeah. So, Bethany ends up in jail, and Johnny, like, lives, but he now has a mutilated private part. Mm -hmm. It's, like, gone. That he has to live with. So, We find out that Johnny is Angel, and he's telling, and Shyla, this whole time, she's listening to these stories. She's got these sex toys being inserted inside of her. Mm -hmm. She don't know really why, but she's going with it. She finds out that Johnny was Angel all along, Mm -hmm. and uh, she's like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry this this happened to you. Yeah. Like, okay, you were born based from a failed abortion. Your mom died, so you never had a mom. Right. He was raised in a foster system. He never had any love. He never had any compassion. He was just... I don't know. Grew, push through. The push system. through the system. He finally meets Bethany, who he thinks they have something special. She literally tries to mutilate him. Right. Ends up in jail. Then he meets Jenny. The poop baggies of heroin happen. And now he's just here with Shiloh. So you're like, why did he bring Shiloh here? What's going on? What did you think at this point? Like, did you have any ideas? I don't think I did. Like, I still um, didn't know.
0: No, I think at that point I was like, "Oh, he just Shyla serves as like a a mm-hmm. therapist. Like yes. he just needed someone, mm-hmm. and I just thought like his traumas and all of the things that happened, um, like
1: sexual things that happened. Mm-hmm.
0: I thought that's why he called her or yeah. called for
1: her. Right. Um, he just wants. This is his coping mechanism. Yeah. That's how and I, I took was like, it oh, it's sick and twisted, but." Mm-hmm.
0: I guess he like, just wants that's to work what he through it. Needed, agreed. And that's I, thought, what I thought like he was putting his trauma baggage on someone that mm-hmm. he would literally like would leave that hotel room and never see him again.
1: Yeah, you know? agreed. Me too. And it, he mentions earlier in the book that he he does this often. Like he calls yes for uh, sex workers to come in, and he does the same thing. So I'm like, maybe he yeah. just wants to trauma dump. Yeah, he wants to trauma dump. Yeah. So that's not why though, because we find out that. Mm. You know, Shiloh, who just happens to have a wide vagina, because she does mention this to him. She's like, well, why do you have a wide vagina? She, she has a cervix issue. Yeah. Well,
0: I think throughout the course of the story, she opens up like, okay, yes. you're sharing your stuff with me. Like, I'm going to share my traumatic events with you too. Mm-hmm. And the thing that happened with Shyla is, um, like, the popular boy asked her to the movies. Mm-hmm. And she went to the movies with him. And then, like, they went out back. And mm-hmm. she thought that, He liked her, and his friend showed up, and they like raped her with a baseball bat. Terrible. Yeah, it was horrible. And graphic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as a result of that, she she couldn't have kids. Yeah, and that's why she was so
1: yeah open, open. Quite literally, she was open to listening to (laughs) Angel. Oh my God, forgive me. (laughs) For <laughs> laughing, and her but yeah. JoJo was open too. Yeah, I love Shyla. This really is like
0: really serious topics.
1: It really is, and we and we, every single we laugh about chapter. it and we're joking about it because it's like uncomfortable. And the whole time I was yeah, reading, yeah, yeah. It, I felt icky. Like I felt like, oh my god, this is like scary that this is real life. For yeah, some people. there were times where I was like audibly gasping. Same, same, me too. So. It's about to be done. Mm-hmm. Shyla, um is starting to get, she's definitely starting to get questionable about Angel and his intentions, Angel slash Johnny, because mm-hmm. if we do get one Shiloh, pers- maybe two Shiloh perspectives where she goes to the bathroom. I think Angel's like, we can take a little break, and she goes to the yes. bathroom, and she's like starting to be like, mm, he's kind of creepy, he's kind of weird, like, what is up with all these sex toys? But I don't know, he seems nice, like, he seems trusting. Right. Because throughout the book, Angel, the narrator, is very, like, easy and, like, compassionate and his storytelling. He is. Yeah, he's like... And he almost does feel safe. He does. I felt safe reading his his parts. Like, he, the way the writer portrays him, I he's... I felt bad for him. Me too. So, okay, this is how it ends. Let it rip. Shyla, a Ooh. woman who happened to have the Y vagina. Okay, yeah. that's exactly what Angel wanted because his goal in stretching her out, we do find out, is to literally be reborn. He... he he wants a chance to start over, and he thinks yeah. that the only way to start over is to actually be reborn right. in the same hotel room where his mother once tried to abort him. So his means of doing this, um, which is why he has tried over and over again to get a hooker in the room, mm-hmm. was to stretch him out wide enough that his literal head would fit in. Her vagina. I,
0: <laughs> I don't have words for that. No,
1: That took me out. Like, I, I didn't, I don't know what I thought, but I, I didn't think it was that. Right. Like, we didn't know what to think, but what was
0: Duncan thinking?
1: Duncan. W-I-D. I, W-Y-D. I need to know. We need to know. So, okay. He chloroforms. Sorry if I'm saying that word wrong. Shyla, Poor Shyla, Because she deserved better, by the way. He chloroforms her. Mm-hmm. And he, she knocks out. Which also, thanks Bethany. Thanks a lot, Bethany. He wouldn't have known that. Bitch. So, anyway. He, Shiloh's knocked out. He puts, yeah. she, first, she starts to be like, what's, No, he tells her, Angel tells her, I want to be reborn again. And guess what? I'm giving Mm -hmm. you the best gift of all. You get to give birth. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I didn't ask for all this. And he's like, well, I'm sorry. It's happening. And then so she, so she gets a little freaky. Then I'm like, Angel, what the hell? I know. You bamboozled me. Ye, Oh,
0: for sure. I didn't. No, I didn't. At that point, I was like, okay, I'm not on your side. No.
1: So she passes out. He does stick his entire head like. Crown to chin yeah, yeah yeah in her vagina yeah while she's passed out but then he gets stuck mm-hmm. and he cannot get out of her canal yeah and he starts to suffocate in there he starts to suffocate and then he's like and then all of a sudden his tone changes because he's like oh she's like my mother you know this is going to be a spiritual awakening but then he can't get out and he literally says let me out you fat bitch I can't that's pissed me off that yeah that part I was like are you kidding me yeah because how, how did, dare you how dare you Right, because this whole time he's like, this is all what it's supposed to happen. It's a circle of life. Yeah. I'm going to be reborn. And then all of a sudden he he can't get out and now he's mad. Don't
0: do our girl Shiloh like that. No.
1: Do not do Shiloh like that. Justice for Shiloh. 100%. Like, don't you dare. This was your doing. Yes. Literally. Justice for Shiloh. You, you so want this. So it ends because Shiloh does wake up just like. He woke up. Angel woke up when he mm-hmm. was being mutilated by yes. Bethany. Like, it all kind of comes together. It does. She, she wakes up. Mm-hmm. And he's passed out, though. Like, I think she thinks he might be dead. He's not. Oh, yeah. He's not. Um, I think he just is unconscious. Like, he's on the brink of death. And she, all of a sudden, Shiloh's like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to give birth to this man. And she's, yeah. like, calling herself. She she's having self talk. She's like, push mama. <laughs> push.
0: That part kind of took me out, I'm not a <laughs> lie. So she's breathing and she's like Phew.
1: and she pushes him out. Yeah. And it ends, she's coddling him like a baby, and she's like, you know what? I got you. I'm gonna take care of you. She notices he's breathing. Yeah. And then that's it. He's reborn. He gets what he wanted. He's reborn. He got what he wanted. He's reborn. Yeah. And I do have questions for Shiloh. Because yeah. Shiloh, you you deserve more than that. She does, but don't you feel like that was, like, her
0: being reborn?
1: It was because she mentions, which I don't know if we touched on this, that she always did want kids, but right. then she couldn't because of her traumas that happened to her, and now she got this chance. I don't know. Yeah. So, y'all, that was it. That was the book, and I'm sorry, I, but it had to be said. It did have to, It had to be said. Yeah. <laughs> I just awesome. had to, like, stare at when her I, for a second. When it ended, I shut my candle and I was like, wow. What did I just read? Yeah. Really. So, first segment, did you like it or did you not, Amber? Okay.
0: <laughs> I liked the book. Me too. Like, I mean, I don't know if I would go around recommending this book to everyone, mm-hmm. but as a reader, yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, again, I feel like it makes me question, like, am I okay? Right. I think I am, though. Um, there were so many times throughout the book where I was like, no, 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 no this yeah. is not happening. Yeah. Um, it really is unlike any book I've ever read before. Agreed. Um, but overall, I, I
1: did like it. I did. Did you like it? Yes. I put, I I said the same thing. Yeah. I did like it. I really liked it. So it was definitely a level up from any psychological thriller I've read. Like, I thought Verity was a lot. I thought Then She Was Gone by Lisa Jewell. But the thing is, though, is like those books are a lot. They are. This is a book that I think is in its own category. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I agree. And I surprisingly enjoyed it. One thing I really liked about it was just the author's style in his writing. Yes. I liked the storytelling. Yes. I felt like I was Shyla. Like, I felt like I was her listening to Angel's stories. I liked the back and forth. So good. Yeah. yeah, I felt like
0: I really was a fly on the wall. Agreed. I thought that the storytelling flowed mm-hmm. effortlessly. And I
1: liked that it was quick. It was like less than 200 pages. Oh. Appreciated that. Yeah, it was almost like a novella. Agreed. Yeah, it was quick. One sitting. Right yes. in one sitting. One night. I yeah, got it done. Yeah, yeah. I, well, maybe it was two days. It was like, it was quick. And it was a page turner. It was easy to read. I liked it. I appreciated that. Yeah. So yeah, I would say, did you like it or did you not? Yes. We both stamp it with, we like it. I think so too. Oh my
0: gosh. All right. Takeaways. Okay. My first takeaway. I, like I was saying, how this is like in a category of its own. Mm-hmm. Have it you is. ever seen the human centipede? Yes. And it's like I've seen all three. There might be four. Okay. But you know when you watch that and you're like, oh, why? Oh God, I need what? to look away, this but I can't horrible. look away. I would categorize yes. this book wherever human centipede is categorized. Yeah. Like it, it's in its own it's universe. It's beyond a scary movie. It's beyond a horror novel. It is in its own category. And I think that is like my
1: number one takeaway because it's mm-hmm. that disturbing. It's a perfect analogy. Yeah. Like that's the one. And that's how I felt watching the human centipede. Like, like why am I watching this? I shouldn't be watching but this. But I need to finish. Yeah. It was like I should not be reading this. Yeah. 100%. That's such a good analogy. I felt the same way. Yeah. Like, okay. My overall takeaways. All right. To me, this book had me reflecting on how everything comes back to our childhood. Yeah. Like in so many ways, mm-hmm. but everything kind of comes back to what you were dealt with when you were literally born up until child, like when your childhood is over. And you have no control over that. Exactly. The things you don't have control over, which is scary being a mom.
0: Oh, I, I can't even imagine. Yeah, being a mom
1: and thinking, like, how can I make sure that my kids don't have certain traumas? Yeah, protecting them from that. Protecting them. Now, this was next level. And, and Johnny, he really had such a low chance. But, oh, I know. And Bethany, too. It made me think about how much of our, like, lives, our adult lives are dictated by what happens to us when we're kids. Yeah. Because had Bethany had a different mom. That wasn't so overly sexual and neglectful. Yep. Would she have had the relationship with the mannequin, Andy? Would she have done what she did to Johnny? No. If she was brought up differently? I don't think so. Right. Or had Johnny slash Angel not had the traumatic experiences that he did being a survivor of abortion, having no mother been through the foster system? Mm -hmm. Would he not end up in this hotel room literally doing the worst of the worst to Shiloh mm-hmm. and just to do anything that he can to be reborn. Yeah. I don't know. Everything kind of comes back to childhood. I do have a thought on that though.
0: Please tell me. I think my thought is more on the hotel itself. Hmm. Right? Yes. So like, that was a big aspect of the book. Like just the womb. The, the, womb. the womb, the womb, the womb itself. Yeah. So I think my big question is like, do you think it was the motel itself mm. that led Johnny to that oh my ending? My
1: God, I never
0: thought about that. Because at some point, you know, it was talking about, like, do certain material items hold traumatic baggage? Hold pain. Yeah, hold the pain.
1: So So do you think crazy. it was being
0: in the room that yeah. was, like, mm-hmm, making him do the things? Not saying that his trauma didn't lead him there, but I'm yeah. like, was it this trauma life? also mixed with being in that
1: womb. Like, do certain um, places or things or objects hold this, like, negative energy? Yeah. Which also reminds me of Yellow Jackets because they are, in the show, this group of girls who are stuck in the woods. Mm -hmm. From what I've seen so far, it's, like, a question of, is everything that they did, aka, like, cannibalism and, like, terrible things to survive, Mm -hmm. was it a factor of their circumstances Or was it actually this, like, spiritual slash, like, um, magical realism that was in the woods? Yeah. Like, was it that? Or was it just, like, a human experience? Right. I agree. Like, what, I don't know what it is. We need the author to tell us. Uh, We do need the author to tell us. Because that's something, like, I felt like
0: at the beginning of the book, it Mm -hmm. was so, like, it's the room. Mm -hmm. And, like, it Yeah, he opens
1: the book up with that. Like, this room holds pain.
0: Yeah, and it's almost like that was the only
1: motel that people went to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he said that. He was like, damaged people come here, people who need refuge, like, and this is how I ended up here. Everything started here. It's going to end
0: here. And obviously all of the reasons that he was in the room. The womb. The womb. (laughs) Womb number six. (laughs) Were the traumatic events. Like they all even from way in the past till now. So true. So, I don't know. That was, like, a big theme that I was just kind of, like, that or is, motif, I guess. That, that I was is like,
1: huge. Yeah, was I, don't, that? I don't know where I stand with that.
0: No, I, mean, I don't know I think it's either. a mix of
1: both, honestly. I think it is. Which I felt like that about Yellow Jackets, too. Yeah, like, I need to watch this. You do, because it's a mix of both. Like, it's a mix of circumstance and also, like, what you believe as a person. Like, it's a mix of both. And I think that's, like, the best. Yes. It keeps you thinking. And that's There is why, no answer. Exactly. And that's why I really like this book, as disturbing as it was, it, yes. it made me think. Yeah. I could definitely have done without all of the graphics. I agree. Yeah. Which we, like, we didn't touch on the revenge porn scene with Juicy. We where didn't. he, you know, the, y'all just have to read Candy it. Candy Rain. Candy Rain. Y'all her have colon to. colon falls out of her butt.
0: Yeah. Y'all really do need to, a...
1: <laughs> no. You need to read it if you can stomach it. If you can handle it, it. If you can stomach it. Because honestly,
0: when they were, like, trying to smuggle the heroin, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really was gagging. Like, just now when you were recapping, I was yes. gagging.
1: Yes, and it made me, like, scared. It made me sad. It made me feel things. So it was a lot overall. I think it's a mix of both, like you said. Like, yeah. circumstances versus, like, inanimate objects and places. Like, that hold on to energy. Yes. I don't know. It's, I guess it's what you believe. Oof. So if y'all have read this book, please tell us what you believe. Please. What are your final thoughts? All the reviews that I've read are, like, circle of life. Like, it all comes back to where it started. Yeah. You know? Didn't you find, like, the
0: underlying themes of religion interesting?
1: Yes. Yes. They mentioned religion versus sex all the time. Even yes. his mom's name being Mary, Mary. felt very intentional. Yep. Oh, that was definitely intentional. Yeah.
0: Because there were so many things, like, mother na- being named Mary. Yes, of course.
1: Being reborn or, like, born reborn. again. Born again, right. And, of sin, yeah, and um, he felt like that was his only way to start a new, like a new yeah. life. He couldn't just get past what happened to him. He had to be reborn, yeah. and
0: also, like his like name that he gave himself was
1: angel angel. never even thought about that, right. There was a lot of juxtaposition, yeah, of religion, sex, life. It all starts yeah. with sex. It ends, yeah, 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 it starts with sex. You come out of the womb. it all makes sense. yeah, it was also. I found it so wild that a book this disturbing would mm-hmm. have so much yeah
0: um, references to religion. Agreed.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Okay, so that was womb. That was womb. W o o m. Womb. Womb. I recommend it for people who can stomach it. Yeah, I think. I 100%
0: agree with that statement, Mm -hmm. but if you have a weak stomach or like the trigger warnings that Colby was reading earlier, Mm -hmm. don't even attempt to read it.
1: Completely understandable. But if you're interested, give it a go and let us know for What a great first book to start with. Yeah. What an interesting first book to start with. Very interesting. Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. So let's talk about the next book. Okay. Sea of Tranquility by Emily St. John Mandel. Midell? Sounds I don't know. right to me. Sounds right. But she is she's a renowned author. She wrote The Glass Hotel, which I was telling you earlier that yeah, I yeah, read. Yeah. And also Station Eleven, which is a show, I think it's on HBO Max, but I didn't read Station Eleven. But there might be another show to yeah, book, yeah, movie yeah. to book we should read. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know much about it, but it seems really good. And I think we should just go for it. I'm here for it. Yes. I've heard really great things. Me too. Um, so, Sea of Tranquility by Emily St. John Medell. Basically, all it took from the synopsis is a novel of time travel and metaphysics that precisely captures the reality of current moment. That sounds so <laughs> good. Whatever that means, we're going to read We're going to find out, though. Yes. All right. We have an Instagram. If you <laughs> want to have join an Instagram. this conversation, it's going to be at The Open Books. Yes. T-H-E, Open Books, The Open Books. Tell us your thoughts on this book. Suggestions for next books. Love it. Any questions that you have? Yes, questions. I um, also wanna say we are open to other books other than psychological thrillers, Correct. like disturbing horror. I yeah. do enjoy it, but like if there's something else we should read, I want to expand. For sure. Same here. But if you like a soc- uh, a
0: soccer. A
1: psychological
0: thriller, we are your girlies. Yes.
1: So I like a page turner.
0: Yeah, this but is I am open to trying for you. things.
1: Yes, we are here for you. We're here for you. We love you. <laughs> I really have to pee.
0: I've been I it for so long. Y- y'all don't even know we've really been going at this podcast. At it, I've been drinking this margarita. I know it's been like an hour and a half. Yes,
1: and I little well, ASMR. Oh. Mine's gone. It's finished. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have a little bit left. This was
1: so much fun. This was fun. I really can't wait for the next one. I think this was the best night of my life. This (laughs) is really fun. I think we're naturals. I think we are. Okay, I'm going to go potty. Love ya. Bye. Bye Bye. How do you stop it?